Welcome, Joel, to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Damn my greatness! That there's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Joel's host, PJ Bolan. And Scott Cram Company Crampton! Hey guys, this is PJ, the Kilted Clicksman Bolin, and here's my partner. Hey, I'm Scott Cram, Company Crampton. Welcome to Critical Clicks, an adult podcast for the competitive Hero Clicks player, where we put the hard R rating in Hero Clicks. And I am joined uh, by uh, a very special guest, the first time to ever have him on the show, everybody. Everybody, Mr. Daniel Powell. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Feel free to not applaud PJ, you piece of shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? Never been on the show, and this is why. My kid's pissed off, all right? Like, um, it's either I clap or he cries. Like, that would have been the applause. (laughs) My child cries. That's being on the show, he makes my child cry. Wow. What an honor, Dan, to have you on the show. So exciting. And to a much, much, much lesser extent, uh, Wes is actually here as well. Hey, Wes. What up? Hey. hey, and of course we had Wes on because uh, what what is your, what officially is your last name? Uh, Summers, as in Scott that Summers. is correct, as in Summer of Scott. Oh, there it is. This is Azure Strife, and we're all just living in the summer of Scott. <laughs> Yep. Oh boy. Azer, I hope you guys like that because Azareth recorded it himself and did it on his own volition. Uh, so what are and we going <laughs> Wait a minute. If the fact the way you said that makes it seem like it was coerced. No, no, he did it on his own volition. With I heard that on CSI once. Right. Yeah. Ignore okay, the yeah. money in PayPal that he received for that. Yeah, or like Scott holding his cat hostage or something. Azareth, blink twice if you're not okay. (laughs) Um, Well, Azareth, I'm sure you'll see him at some point in time. Totally fine after the other few renditions that he does about Summer of Scott. 
But uh, yes, we I have Summer Scott has his own theme song now. Woo! I know everybody's excited. <laughs> um, all right, so we have a bunch of stuff we are going to talk about. Uh, we are laying a rest to uh, all of the retirement stuff. Everybody already basically right after the Silver Age event. Nobody's going to be playing with anything that's not retired. They might have already retired it. We're going to talk about some new teams to think about with Disney Plus rotation. Uh, we have a few new figures to uh, pull out. And uh, then we're going to do a, a debate that I pur purposely put together, which is the debate of Thanos. Is everything perfectly balanced? So uh, we're going to open up actually with some of this new stuff that came out in Avengers Forever, which somehow we are reviewing before anything but Leech came out in X of Swords. Uh, so let's just take a little walk. I, what do you guys in general think of the uh, the the whole legacy cards in general? I love um, them. I, I I think that it is uh, both healthy for the game in that they're injecting value into people's collections. I think that's very healthy and very uh, attractive to people. Um, I think it helps bring uh, collectors back to the competition table. Um, so it, it, it hopefully help, helps move people from, uh, you know, the dinner table to the, the, the competition table at the local game store or at a, at a bigger event. Um, I think they're overall very positive. I couldn't agree more. I think this is an actual brilliant whiz kids. And I think what they did is they came up with legacy cards, right? And then they said, everything must be perfectly balanced. So then what they did is they said, let's not tell them a world's date and also let's make tarot cards. And those were their balancing out because this is truly great for the game. Um, Dan, what do you think of legacy cards? You're obviously a huge fan of these, right? You're you're you've changed how you make money because of legacy cards. <laughs> yeah, no, I just know the that collection that I bought that was 132 pounds of loose clicks. I, uh, that was I'm, crazy. Yeah, I had no idea that there was going to be 24 sculpts and 17 complete Thanoses in there. That um, is that's not so crazy that there were so many unbased. You have a bunch of the sculpts and none of the things. Were any of right. those Thanoses the one you can't use for some reason? No, that they not a single one of them. <laughs> um, now, I have not gone through and dug for, say, the Thor. Um, you know, I, I've got to go through the boxes and go look for the Thors that came out. Um, but, so are um, you going to just, like, literally kind of keep these large collections and put them somewhere in your thing and then just kind of resort them every set that releases? Is that what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, so, so with the newer collections that I've bought, I went ahead and bagged them per set. Oh, okay. um, and But this, the, the, big, uh, the big bucket of clicks, you know, the tub of clicks, you might call them, um, I got to go through and sort those a little bit further. So that's my goal in the next few weeks. I have not um, said this on air, but my friend Jamie Lewis, who used to be one of the top judges, like back when Barnstable was too young to be a judge, uh, the top judge in Hero Clicks, uh, like right under Norm was Jamie Lewis. Like he did all the stuff. And he won those events. Yes, that's correct. Oh, shit. Is that not public knowledge? Yes. Uh, my friend Jamie, who uh, lives right near me, he threw most of the events back in the day. But nobody remembers that anymore because, you know, 
time. It all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, history history is written by the victors, my friend. Um, so we have a uh, he 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 got married about maybe a year ago, and in that time, his wife just uh, his new wife was just like can you sell these hero clicks that you said you were going to sell? And he tried and he couldn't sell them. This is like pre legacy cards or pre them. I think it's not pre legacy cards, but like when they just were starting to come out and he gave me, he just gave me everything he had. So I actually have a similar thing to you, Daniel, where I was looking for it. The difference is he had exactly one Thanos. <laughs> so, uh, and he seemed to, I'm hoping they bring back some of the KC because he did have every KC figure. That was very cool. So, right. Um, he also had a factory set of Infinity Challenge, which was really, really weird. And that's where Thanos came from. But uh, yeah, I have a factory set of Infinity Challenge with like, 50% of the pieces missing that I have to like put back somehow. All right. Well, so that's awesome. And PJ didn't speak on legacy cards, but I don't give a shit. Um, let's talk that's about bad. some of these figures. Uh, let's start with Modoc. Modoc is, I think, and hear me out, the greatest figure in the history of Hero Clicks. Uh, never do, has there on. been. Pause. I am 100% sure for everyone listening right now that Scott is about to fuck up the way the rules work. Yes, Just, correct. I'm calling it right now. All right. Yes, that's what I was going to do, man. Well, you need to pause that. I think everybody got that. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Restart. <laughs> Modoc undeniably is the greatest hero clicks figure in the history of hero clicks. Uh, he has so much me cool things going from he's 80 points. If you don't have the sculpt, one of the problems with getting him is you almost couldn't buy him if you were buying loose boosters because everyone knew where he was because he weighed like 400 pounds. Yeah, so, sure did. I had four of these at one point. <laughs> yeah, because you could just literally pick up the boosters. You know, oh, hey, Modoc's in this one. Uh, I remember picking up boosters and being like, oh, I have too many Modocs and just putting it back. Um, <laughs> so. He has some cool stuff, right? Uh, leadership, mastermind, um, leadership and mastermind, adding that to a figure really does help. 80 points is a lot. I want to point that out. And he's a nine movement, seven range, 11, 18, impervious for leadership. I also think it's weird that he has a technically leadership leadership. Um, so when Modoc uses leadership and it succeeds, he can make one of these two bystanders. If it was a six, he can make both. And the bystanders Wait, are... Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. If, if he has leadership on his dial and rolls a six. Oh. Mm -hmm. well, no. Or a six was rolled, sorry. Or, not and. Well, has oh, okay. So you can't use this midway through. That's you can. It's still leadership. And then it's... If oh, he has, if he had when he so, has it on his dial, yeah, he gets if he's on six. pick one or two and succeeds, he makes both, period. Okay. So he make basically makes a perplex pog and then he makes a outwit barrier pog. Outwit barrier pog is real good. Uh this is yeah. the best that outwit barrier pog might be the best generated pog in Hero Clicks, uh, that you can just randomly generate. That is and they both have Hydra team, so they're making Modoc a lot better. But you should not be able to get a free outwit barrier pog. Fortunately or unfortunately, however you look at it, Reign of Terror will not be legal at the same time Modoc is. So you actually have to really roll this, and that makes him a lot worse, of course. 
Uh, now, here's the thing that makes him so, so great. This game, when a friendly character with the aim keyword hits a character that hasn't been hit this turn, instead of doing normal damage, you gain two mission points, period. That yeah, sounds um, great. That sounds great. Now, in a completely separate sentence, if Modok is KO'd, gain one mission point instead. So Modok can never die. And I think that's that, what makes Modok no. so great. God, here I knew, I knew it was one of two things, and I knew you were gonna go on this. God damn it! <laughs> what the hero click says? You treat them as different sentences. There's a hundred different things that have proven this. So what I read is, if Modok is KO, gain one mission point instead. It seems like a good trade. You don't but KO Modok, and I gain a mission point. The timing doesn't work. So it is KO'd and <laughs> removed from the map. And then, sure, he's removed from the map, and then you gain a mission point. Instead. <laughs> Instead of what? Instead of removing him from the map. That's not how that works. It doesn't say that. Yeah, it does. If Modok is KO'd, gain one mission point instead. Instead of what, PJ? No. Instead so then, of what? Exactly. So then That's he's what just magically... Scott, are you just saying he's just magically not KO'd and he just well, if you gain a mission the map point. on his KO click for an ever, ever and ever, amen? Yeah, no, that's correct. It, if Modok is KO'd, gain one mission point instead. God, instead of what, guys? I it's, love that your interpretation is so bad that it actually comes out to be good. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Dan's on board because of how broken it would be. Dan's like, yeah, fuck yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, this is amazing, Scott. I love it. Can, oh, can all we, of a sudden, uh, Dan's, Dan's going to search for four Modocs. Listening to Scott is like watching a Hulk Hogan cameo in Gremlins 2. It's just so bad, it's good. <laughs> all right, well, uh, on the, instead of what, guys? If Modoc is KO'd, gain one of his point instead. Instead of two, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a different sentence, PJ. And they've taught us that different sentences are different sentences. Oh, my gosh. I, I love that the argument is actually compelling. <laughs> so so the, the, the argument would work if it had the double slash. You see in the in the other traits how, like, in his leadership trait, it has the double slash before yes. like, the standard generated by And Modoc. literally every other effect on his card. Yes. And literally every other effect on his card, it has a double slash. <laughs> yes. Why does it have a double slash on bystanders generated by Modoc gain the aim keyword? Because it's a separate effect. Why don't That's they just make it? Why. why don't they just put return? I mean, fuck. Well, return. <laughs> why don't they just put it on a different line? If what if want? you give him Red Wing? All right. All right. You got to make an argument. You know, no. they've made a. <laughs> They, they've made a ruling for this in the English language, and it's just making a new paragraph. Why couldn't they have done that? Are, are you making because an argument for consistency in Heroclux? <laughs> I'm just saying, yes. if you try to kill my MODOK, I'm going to choose to gain one mission point instead. I just don't it's know not, what PJ... protected Pulse Wave, he's terrible. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, it's not. And so actually, Scott, the way it would work in your interpretation is you would win the game immediately when they KO because he would be KO'd. It doesn't heal him. So he would just stay on that <laughs> He would just gain 20 mission points and win. I think wow. Oh, that's even better. And it would work if it would work if you critically miss on his last click, too. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, wait, he Ragdoll would still be scored. He would he, wait. No, 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 no. Uh, Scott would actually be mercy ruled because he would probably hit. Oh, you're right. It doesn't for his opponent. Wait. No, no, if oh. it is KO'd, instead, instead is the key word here, I think. So oh, instead okay, is the key word, you never get a point. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm with yeah. I'm with Scott now. I, yeah. I like this. <laughs> I think Monog is an invincible figure that they made. Uh, he has a 15. So you got to really look at his last click there that I assume will keep coming back on. No, he doesn't come back. So you just There's instant win. I That's guess. why when he's KO'd, you immediately gain 20 mission points. Dan, I'm yeah. going to print off this card, and you and me are going to play it in pod one. Uh, <laughs> <at> Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're both going to run just Modoc, and the second they try to KO us, we're going to be like, we'll shake their hand and be like, good game, and they'll think they won. No, we you, have to play, you have to play like the 50-point Wolverine that can't be targeted because you have to have something on the map. Otherwise, you would. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do the famous X Men Modoc swap. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a thousand percent in on this. Yeah, we should have hey, Dan uh, on more on the show. Sunspot uh, can make him theme. Why not? Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, on the real, uh, what do you guys think of this? This is to me. This is a great legacy card. You thought? I actually like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the piece. Do you think we'll actually play him? I, I will for sure because I have a fucking weird boner for mission points. Yeah, uh, I does. think it's fun. Um, I think it, I, I'm sorry, Dan. I was going to say, yeah, PJ does have the weird boner part. It's true. It's like really left. Yeah. It is yeah. super left. crooked. They call him the Riddler. What I was going to say is, is that like I, I like that they included the legacy card for some of these figures because like it doesn't like i don't need another like modok because like i don't need like another sculpt like i could use like say superman you know in multiple various sculpts yeah per se but like modok is a big head in a chair mm-hmm. I, I don't, there you can't really dynamically pose that guy very many times yeah and so, this is like, a great it, sculpt like this is an right. a plus sculpt absolutely so instead of him taking up a slot in the set just give him a legacy card. And I think yeah. like even the same thing for Rick Jones, right? Like I, I think they made the penultimate Rick Jones and they just lowered his cost and same thing with Modoc, right? This Modoc is extremely playable. Um, maybe not like OP super powered, but he's certainly fringe. And um, I, I, I love the design and sight behind this uh, Modoc for sure. And I think he has really cool interactions with like um, uh, Red Wing. Because there's any bystander he generates, not just by that effect. So if he makes Red Wing, that's an, another aim bystander, right? So it makes okay. more consistency on his effect. That's a wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Say that again. Tech- so any any bystander that he generates gets the aim keyword. So if you give him the Red Wing uh, equipment from Disney Plus, he can pop out Red Wing. Oh. Uh, you could also do the illusion generator. Is it? Yeah. Yep, that would work. Give him, give him shape change and make more aim dudes. Neat. Yeah, like so stuff like that. It's just really cool little interactions. Like, and uh, aren't the uh, the illusions aren't they autonomous? Uh, definitely. Maybe. Those illusions, though. Oh no, they're not going out, are they? Huh. No, they are autonomous. They're autonomous with the end cap. So perfect. Uh, <laughs> so perfect. They, they would have to punch for you to gain mission points. Yeah, punch and hit. Yeah, well, they have a 10 attack, which is not nothing. And you have tons of Hydra. Yeah, well, they have zero range, unfortunately. 
and you can't activate incapacitate and then use a different instead of normal damage. Here's a good question. What's say Modok's your only mission point character and he dies um, and assuming it works in the broken, stupid way that you think it works, PJ, where Modok's not infinitely winning the game. Um, sure. Assuming that, can you get a mission point win if there's no mission point characters on the board? Yeah, because you, you're still gaining mission points. When yeah, but there's it. no thing in the game mechanic that, that says mission, mission point. point. Is a- Mission point isn't a rule on a card. It just happens to be printed there. Mission okay. point is the, a game mechanic. The, the the text is simply explaining what mission rules are. Can it I was, say this out loud? Is there a, in the rule book, is there mission points? I have not ever looked at that. I'm pretty sure, but I haven't actually looked. I'm guessing there is. I'd be willing to bet a dollar that it's not. Anybody? <laughs> I'll take that <laughs> and I'll look it up right now. Okay. All right. So um, let's go on to Rick Jones here uh, as Daniel tried to segue us, but since we're not as uh, good podcasts like he runs, uh, we did not take that segue. Um, All right. So Rick Jones is a uh, chase, which, you know, I think there's going to be a little bit of blowback on, but I think that that's fine. Honestly, people keep their chases. I I think that there's some elements that I wouldn't want, uh, you know, in a legacy card, for example, like, like those old LE figures that are actually almost impossible to get, like like Little Sure Shot, or you know how it just like Mystique, but a real name or some shit. Yeah, the real name unique would be. I would yeah. not want those. Yeah. Yeah, but Rick Jones, t- there's are tons of them floating around. I'm sure, so I'm not too worried about that. Uh, although eventually, Hero Clicks, you know, there might not be old packs on shelves. That might actually happen. So all of those people that used to, you know, that have been sitting on like very old packs of stuff, those start might start going just to hopefully find figures like this, which would be kind of neat. Oh, uh, so, original zombies. I probably don't want to see uh, legacy cards of the original zombies. Oh right yeah. Now. Those. Yeah. That would be a good example. Cause those still are like a hundred. I, I do have them all cause I'm a huge zombie fan, but I think those are at least a hundred each right now still. Um, at, at least a minimum of their yeah. uh, I remember that uh, Hulk used to be broken at 100 points because he had flurry and steel energy aka he was unkillable <laughs> 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 because that's how Hero Clicks used to be so Rick Jones uh, I'm going to read this exactly as Clicks Nexus wrote it at the beginning O game uh, generate a bystander <laughs> on this card. Each bystander on this card can Blimey. only be generated <laughs> once per turn. Blimey, Rick Jones. Um, and then he has incapacitate. When Rick Jones uses it, he may deal his printed damage values to hit characters given an action token. So this is different. Uh, he mm-hmm. actually, like, if he targets three characters from range, he's essentially doing two damage to each of the three characters. Um, if he had a three- divided, doesn't it? No. No. Oh, well, never mind. Way to be fucking wrong, PJ. Are you sick of being so wrong on these legacy cards? It's really exhausting. This is Azeroth Strife, and we're all just living in the summer of Scott. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cult of personality. I know you're in my 
I'm sure Azeroth is feeling great about the fact that we groan every time I play that. All right. Oh, I love it. So uh, once again, uh, PJ was wrong on a rule that, God, this happens all the time. We, I hear this all the time about people, us being wrong on rules. Always from PJ. Uh, so no, yeah, it's not divided. So and he has a ten range triple target, which is kind of why, why does he need a ten range triple bolt? Why? <laughs> I don't know. What is, what is does, that? Does the original does one have that? It does. Yeah. Yeah. He's just that. He's just that enthusiastic about being an <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> yeah, they dropped him thirty points. Just to be clear, did, he used to be seventy-five. They, I, I'm not looking at the card, but did they keep the silver ring? Um, ooh, yes, they did. They kept the silver ring, yeah, which is a good idea. I think that, (laughs) yeah, I think that most legacy cards should be silver ring, like the majority of them, especially if they are above a rare status. Uh, that would be, I don't know. I think there's a level of like, fuck you, how dare you? Uh, (laughs) so he at the beginning of the turn, each bystander in this card should only be generated once at the beginning of the game, generated bystander on this card. So do you have to generate them in order? I think uh, you Yeah, because they each say like one generates this one, one generates this one. Yeah, so, they do. You can so. only you can start with whichever one that you want though. Right. So are you guys ready for the WizKids is brilliant on this one? Yes. If you generate him beginning a game and you one map, right? Generate a pog. The effect that generates the pogs over and over and over is on the bystander, not on Rick Jones. So <laughs> That's right. Fix the infinite combo. Oh, neat. I bet he you doesn't have, have Avengers, though. Yep, he does. He's a swap-out figure. What a yeah. shock. Yeah. So, uh, like, the, the whole point, I, I believe, the whole point in adding the only once thing is so that it's not an infinite combo, but then all you have to do is swap it out and then just do it. I don't know how to punish that yet in Modern, but it is technically there. I, I mean, it's, so like the way you did it before was with Turtle, right? Wait, no, yeah. PJ, you're and fucking wrong. It says Rick Jones generates a Blazing Skull bystander. So he's not on the map. So you can't oh, generate Oh, PJ's wrong again. Why so one Yes. Oh, my God, PJ. Good, good this is in this section that I'm going to be the right one. It says after resolutions, Rick Jones, gener- how do you generate something if you're not on the map? Well, I, I'm just wrong. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cult of personality. I know your anger, I know your dreams. I've been everything you want to be. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Summer Scott. God, I can't wait until you go like oath. So you just don't win a game at nationals at Gen Con and just I'm gonna I'm gonna play the Summer of Scott drop behind you when you're losing. <laughs> <laughs> like if I don't make day two and you do whatever, I'm just gonna that's all I'm gonna do. If like, you don't make day two and I make day two, then I've already won the Summer of Scott. <laughs> I just no, I at least have to make it worth my time, right? Like <laughs> All, all you see is PJ shades on holding a boombox. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just for reference, nobody's going to get that you're doing it ironically. They're just going to think you're in love with me. That's fine too. Whatever. 
This has been. I'll rub your head while I'm doing it too. Fuck we it. have to do earlier episodes than we normally do, guys, because oh, PJ is wrong all the time in the morning. Wes is still drunk. I'm uh, very and, hungover. Yes. <laughs> and Daniel, you seem fine. You seem fine in the morning. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm good. I had about uh, 24 ounces of coffee already this morning, so. Um, all right. I can do this all day. Uh, PJ, uh, I have felt like I'm embarrassing you right now. So what I'm going to allow you to do is why don't you read Thor? Do you want to read Thor, buddy? So uh, that you don't can... get it wrong. Um, fuck yourself. Uh, oh, there is a funny interaction with this Thor that I'm not wrong about. So that I doubt cool. that. I doubt uh, that. So uh, they dropped him down to 125 points. I don't know what he was before. Um, but I'm pretty sure this was an LE before. Am I right? No, it's, it was a veteran. Was it's a veteran. veteran. God damn it, PJ. I did that one on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I needed to be wrong about something on this to keep up the trend. Damn. Um, so he has close range. Um, if Mjolnir marker is not on the map, make a close range attack, uh, targeting a single opposing character within range and line of fire, regardless of adjacency, modifying attack and damage plus one. After resolutions, generate the Mjolnir special marker in a square adjacent to the hit target. And then at the end of your turn, if the special marker wasn't generated this turn, draw a line of fire between it and Thor, regardless of characters or terrain. If you do, remove the marker from the map and destroy all pieces of blocking along that line of fire. Make a close attack targeting all opposing characters that occupy a square along that line of fire, regardless of adjacency. So, the fun interaction here, you can running shot adjacent to someone and punch them, or you can charge and shoot them. Hmm. Because of the way his trait is worded, you can activate close it as range. a close or a range and then make a close or a ranged attack. So you can activate the range action and make a close attack or do or vice versa. That's, that's kind of fun. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Not but exactly the, broken. I think I the uh, I said it was a fun interaction. That's fair. So now the other thing is that the Mjolnir is a uh, special power, not a trait. Um on the card is it like um, special damage power or something or? yeah it's a special damage power so but the mjolnir so help me understand this the special the mjolnir right i turn one or whatever say the first turn i hit and generate it right mm-hmm. and then it's the next turn i make the mjolnir attack correct mm, if he's okay, alive so next turn <laughs> yeah that that's a big if, I suppose. <laughs> Stellar um, even values. Yeah. Um, you can't do that close range for free. Can you or something sneaky that would make him playable-ish? Um, I, don't I mean, he, he's a 12 for 5 for 125 points, though, right? Like, that's still pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, he's fun and, ca- like, he's somebody that you do in casual. Hey, can I say this out loud? Does it feel like a completely different person designs the legacy cards and the designs the sets? Because they're so incredibly well done and thematic. Like this is exactly a Thor trait that they've never done before. Feels exactly like what Thor would do. And it's so fucking weird (laughs) that it comes out in the legacy cards. And then MODOK is exactly MODOK. You know what I'm saying? Like, he makes all these minions. You're dealing with these shitty min- Like, he's exactly thematically what MODOK should be. <laughs> and then Rick Jones is perfect, too. It's so weird because 
you can look through so many hero clicks and so often they're like, that doesn't feel like this character at all. But then the legacy cards are amazing to the character. Like that Thor is a fantastic, like that's what Thor is. And that's how Mjolnir would logically work, which is awesome. So Scott, do you often ask out loud if you can say something? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can because it's your podcast. You that makes sense. You that makes yeah. sense. PJ actually um, told me that I need to ask from here on out, but okay, gotcha. That gotcha. Yeah. Um, but no, I think what is cool is that actually, uh, for like 125, he's 13 for six. Um, yeah, when he, when he running shot punches you, um, that's still not good enough, and I wish it was. <laughs> No, yeah, it's just like, not close. But like in, any empower, like it's pretty realistic to assume he's like a thirteen for eight. Uh, sure. You know, okay. You know what? You know what? Heroclix don't like getting hit for eight. That is true. Do you know what Heroclix do like? Punching an impervious, psychic blasting an impervious character that is a sixteen defense. <laughs> oh, no. You literally spent like an entire podcast talking, like beating your dick to a Watu with a fucking shield, and you're okay. complaining about a sixteen defense. You Fair enough, PJ. I am. I am thrilled to play a competitive game in which you're playing this Thor, and I am playing a figure because I'm positive a figure will end up being better. So uh, this guy's going, look, I, I'm glad they made him. He's a great guy. He seems very Thorish. I think they did a good job with this. This is an A plus in my opinion, from WizKids perspective, but for 125 points, I mean, that's damn 50 points shy of Thanos, you know, like I don't play 125 point characters. Uh, and once you hit him once or twice, you know, you psychic blast him once, he's kind of a vanilla dial after that. So uh, I, you're not playing him, PJ. So fuck off. None of you guys are playing this Thor. You know you're not. Um, would you play Rick Jones, though? I, I think I actually might. Uh, Rick Jones is totally playable. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, actually, like, legit, because those pogs, I hate that they're next to Rick Jones, though. So that's kind of problematic. It really prevents it from being stupid. Yeah, I get it. Because if you found a way, if you you could run out Namor, right? And then suddenly you're a poison character because um, they killed you. Um, yeah, it would be too ridiculous not to. They probably could have given Generate within four. Um, so Blazing Skull is a poison character with 19 defense and exploit. That's very good. Uh, Captain America is a sidestep precision strike with willpower. That's okay. I mean, you know, it's a pog or whatever, but and then Namor is a charged super strength character for three damage. Blazing uh, Skull seems significantly better than all of these. Am I crazy? Namor's biggest advantage is the dolphin symbol. Oh, you're right. Wow. I did not notice that dolphin. I don't even, I never look for it because this might be one of two dolphin symbol characters after rotation. Like they hate the dolphin <laughs> symbol so much. Uh, they just don't give it to people. All right, guys. So um, let us get into the meta. He picked eight winning cocks. It's never been done.
Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? All right. So let's talk a little bit about what is going to happen after Disney Plus. So or with Disney Plus and after rotation, Um, we kind of, I think, have to presume that uh, nationals will not have excess swords. What do you guys think? Or will it have a weird amount of it? Or will they ban it because it's so close? Any thoughts on this, guys? Uh, I, I, I do not. Go ahead, Dan. I think it's fair. I was going to say, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that it'll. So I don't think that the OP set would be legal either way if it manages to make it out in July officially. And now the main set, the main set's the wild card. Um, so that's all going to depend on when it releases. I don't, I'm going to go with most likely it won't make it a week before. Um, I would be pleasantly surprised otherwise. Ugh. But uh, I would definitely not be, nothing is worse in Heroclix than a major tournament with like basically this set that you now have to like decide am I, like, you know, when it comes out like a week before, and let's just say there's a chase that's just incredible, like a Sicarian Iron Man, but in the X of Swords, and you're like, well, I need this figure. And then you have to decide, can I get it in time because there's so little time, or do I keep breaking cases until I get it? It's Those like are a bad. what if in Goblin King, right? That, that, Nash, that, uh, was. <sighs> That that was what if came out what two weeks three weeks like right mm-hmm. at two weeks it was it was a week it was yep. exactly a week beforehand yeah I think War of Light was the most famous because it was almost impossible to get but somehow legal and um, I think that Wiz Kids and I think Wiz Kids is generally better than that i don't know if that makes sense but like <laughs> these these days these days they these are. Days, these days they're, they're they like are. Kenny's there. Um, he's a, you know, Kenny, you know, for the most part was one of us and he does kind of understand what it was like, but I do remember the war of light thing where I, I had some, and then the winner had spent like a couple thousand dollars on their team, um, because they could and, oh no, or, or they, or is it Pat and he owned a store. Um, speaking of which, just as a quick side note, before I launch anything else, I want to note that um, uh, Kenny actually uh, try set up a call with me. Um, we don't do, I don't do, uh, I always say that I will be positive and negative and honest about anything that happens with WizKids. Now I can't um, say everything we talked about. Um, however, I can say this, that he actually called me. He actively talked to me about how we could make Silver Age as good as possible, which is great. He talked about what things worked, didn't work and stuff like that. And then he also did confirm that they are at least right now actively, aggressively trying to make sure Worlds is up, running, has a date and that kind of stuff. So um, some stuff, you know, uh, I asked him on record and he preferred to not be on record. But in general, for what it's worth, it's somebody at WizKids reaching out, caring about a format, talking to players. And then also, uh, I do believe him when he says that they are really working on Worlds. So uh, they're aware that they need a date. They are aware they're not completely ignorant on this fact or just ignoring it for no reason. So for whatever that conversation is worth to everybody, um, I thought it was a big positive. So Yeah, same, uh, same Scott. Yeah. Oh, did he reach out to you as well? Similar thing. Right. 
That's great to hear uh, that they're actually trying for Silver Age and stuff. And I obviously talked to him in an incredibly long-winded way. All right. So, say- <laughs> so uh, one thing I would like to throw out there, uh, just as a complete unrelated sidebar, uh, Worlds is, of course, probably going to be, I, I think it's confirmed it's going to be in, in Memphis, right at the, the Graceland. Yes, correct. Like Elvis thing, so. right? Yep. Have you seen the previews for that Elvis movie yet? No. There's an the, Elvis movie? The Yeah, there's a new Elvis movie. Uh, Tom Hanks is Elvis's manager. Uh, and and I, I think the preview is tied to Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it looks very, very good. Oh and my it's God, it's Baz Luhrmann. Wow. It, yeah, it, it, it's going to come out just before, right at or just before Worlds. Ooh, so it, I have it, a counter in- for you, though, uh, Wes. Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it, so maybe pass. <laughs> How many it's Tom gonna be an Hanks? interesting time to be in Memphis. Is all I, is all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Actually, yeah. Uh, so that yeah, that released I guess in February. I don't know how I haven't seen that. Um, and then it's a new person. Austin Butler is Elvis Presley. So they probably actually found somebody that could do Elvis. So that's, that's interesting. an attractive man. Yeah, I wonder how many uh, Tom Hanks and Austin Butlers does it take for me to forget that there's a Maggie Gyllenhaal in a movie. And I'm guessing it's going to be two more than they added. So <laughs> I, need, I need like a, an extra guy, extra person in there um, just to forget that. So, all right. Uh, we all learned that Scott doesn't like Maggie Gyllenhaal. And uh, the best part of that Joker movie was seeing her die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, guys, what do you think about playing for Disney Plus now? Like, what if you were to go to the Nationals right now? Just right now, Disney Plus is legal. Rotation has happened. What are you? Uh, let's go around the board and say, what are you playing around? Like, what's the one figure you're building, and you're going to start your building around that? Uh, let's start with PJ. <laughs> I get to say Sakari and Iron Man before Dan does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, he's like the clear front runner, right? Like, is he better than um, is he better than Sky Tyrant? Yeah, yeah, okay. If if better, you mean more problematic? Sure, okay. okay. Oh, gosh, no way. Y'all, y'all are just wrong. He's better, but he's not more problematic. I well, will yeah. say that Sakari Nariman's unlikely to attack you in your own starting area. Then uh, be back in his most- hold on and let me finish and then be back in his starting area <laughs> in the same turn. It takes more work. It takes three actions to do what Tyrant doesn't too, but yeah, I know. Fuck 33% you, more efficient, PJ. <laughs> or yeah. 50% more efficient Actually, if you're going for from two to, to three. Get back to the starting area, it would take the same number of actions. Yeah, whatever. You get what I'm saying, you bastard. I mean, I get, uh, no, it wrong. takes it literally takes free TK on Iron Man's workshop, charge flurry, oh, come back, power then it's TK. Only, then it's only two actions for Iron Man as well. <laughs> I wasn't counting free TK as one of those. <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh! Get out oh here. my god! All right, Wes. Uh, so, uh, what are you? What uh, if you're playing in Nationals today? What would you start building around? Uh, I mean, personally, uh, if if we're talking about Disney Plus specifically, like I have no, to- no, no. Like we're talking about like what we're talking about just period. Like Disney Plus oh, is in the uh, rotation. I'm, I'm a creature of habit, uh, so I'm going to stick with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, what are you adding to Fantastic Four? Let's talk about that for a sec, because there's got to be. I assume you're adding the shield, right? 
Um, no, uh, I don't think so. Really? Uh, because points are tight, and like if I if I drop five points on the main force, like it messes up, like it, it chain reacts the swaps, right? I do understand that, man. But twenty defense. I mean, you right now you're playing Julia Powers. Right? Yeah, they're, 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 yes, I am. And she, Julia Powers killed, I think she scored, I want to say she scored north of 400 points in PJ's event. <laughs> to be fair, though, uh, it was one guy playing a 400-point um, bystander. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You did get a Thanos kill <laughs> in top 16. Uh, yeah, I mean, she can be great. I, I get you. I, I will say that that is a fun surprising choice but god 20 defense on everybody that is really it's a lot right um and you know i definitely have the actions to to handle the double equip it just it just does not feel like losing those i i feel like i can i can spend those points in in better and different ways yeah plus you're minusing their attack with emotional modifier it's getting to a point where thanos has to roll an eight on you and he's Thanos. So, when uh, uh, when X of Swords comes out, I probably just put in Leech, right? So when X of Swords comes out, I mean everything changes. I think uh, Leech is. Uh, I don't know how I'm not playing Fantastic Four when X of Swords comes out, unless there's something in X of Swords. I, I mean, I just I don't know how. Like Leech and Leech and Double Lockjaw is so incredibly good. I. I don't even know what to say about it. It's really like, good. I, I, like, boy, I, I sure look forward to walking Leech into a team of Fantastic Four and then erasing their defend and everything else. And if, if somebody positions, six. if true. somebody positions so poorly, Dan, that they allow you to do that, they deserve it. Well, don't well, you, they, you have to be? They nested. have to. Leech doesn't have sidestep or anything, so either you're leaving him behind or you're packing him up, and then the team doesn't have battle fury. So yeah, what is that positioning, West? Because it is a good point. Um, like yeah. I, I assume that he's between two lock jaws, and he's kind of like the the point on a V, like or, it's I a mean, flying V so, formation, and with the lock jaws, and he's the point. Um, so that he just doesn't have anywhere to go. Like he's technically, so, yeah. So Dan, um, think about uh, in our first game, the sort of corner position that I took up in one of the rooms, right? All you have to do is put Leech like on the outside. By the way, it's so helpful in a podcast to tell somebody different to think about something that happened to them in their minds. Good you're job, asking Wes. about positioning. Yes, I know, movie. but you're Dan's not. At, there, there's so, people listening to this podcast. The, Explain the point, that better. The, the point of this is there's nowhere you can put Leech adjacent to Lockjaw where you don't get Leech immobilized. Like, oh, you know what's interesting too is you can't re-roll that either, can you? Huh? You so, like, let's say he, let's say Dan mind controls my leech, right? Yeah. Um, and I have two lockjaws, so lock, leech ro- leech tries to break away from the two lockjaws. I can't re-roll that because lockjaw can't use prob, correct? Correct. But I'm more talking about just mind control the lockjaw and the lockjaw attacks leech because. Lockjaw can't have Battle Fury if Leech is adjacent to it. So uh, then Lockjaw punches Leech, misses, Leech is immobile. Or or Leech just... Lockjaw is a 9 for 3. 
And yeah, I mean, Leach is only a 16 defense. It's only a seven. Right. It's it's Lockjaw just KOs Leach. Or or immobilizes him. Like there is no downside. Right. And then Leach is just sitting there. It's true. And then you can if you mind control him and he walks next to like a thing or something like that, you're just like, cool. Now I can pop thing real easy. Like, wow. Hmm. Yeah, and if, I mean, and if Leech is adjacent to the second Lockjaw, you just mind control both Lockjaws because they don't have Battle Fury. Damn yeah, you, you, Dan. Get... I really thought, I, 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 I had not thought Leech through enough yet. Huh. Right, and then mm-hmm. if Leech is left behind, he's just left behind, and then who gives a, who gives a shit? So, right? um, whenever you do the move up, all you have to do, like, you, you, can, you can move up and then sidestep with, like, Mr. Fantastic carrying a Lockjaw. I like that a lot better. Yeah. Um, But then then you you can make it so that leech is not adjacent to a lockjaw. But then Um, they just shoot until a leech. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But but if if you're spending your turn shooting leech instead of other things, I'm probably fine. No, it's fine. No, I think the play is I just mind control the lockjaw or whoever he's adjacent to to just punch him. He's and saying that basically he's nothing, but really what Dan would be saying is like, I would mind control. I would do a dual mind control, right? And I would mind control it. So I would just be trying to get leech next to somebody. And then whoever they're next, whoever you misplayed or whoever you put it next to uh, leech now because he's fucking up your team and he would be fucking up your team. Even if, you know, leech survives you'd be kind of fucking up your team. Then, you know, you shoot that character and kill that character, I would guess. Yeah. Because right. yeah. Le- if you mind control Leech and Mr. Fantastic in that situation, Mr. Fantastic carries Leech wherever he needs to go. Yeah, that's right. And then punches something it. and then leave Leech alive and then just zap with Thanos on whatever Leech is next to. Yeah. It, it is it is carrying it is carrying up a nuclear bomb. Um, I literally just had this conversation with Adam Friedman yesterday about why Leech doesn't do anything against Thanos. <laughs> wow, I will say that I was I'm impressed here. I I really thought that this would be kind of the end of Thanos, and I don't think this like I, I could it be? Yeah, absolutely. But I think that most Thanos players could outplay it. And that is pretty bad. So, Scott, do you just want to go ahead and know what your national team is going to be? Would you like me to just... Yeah, yeah. To, and if you now? could tell me what I'm going to play. Uh, so that, so that I can... So, so that yeah. I can beat you with it. Right, exactly. It only took uh, it only took six years of me building Scott one and a half teams to win with. Um, for me to get on to critical clicks. So... Um, yeah, that's fun. So it's uh, it's so it's immediately as soon as I saw her previewed, or I, I forget if we pulled her or whoever pulled her, but uh, it's um, Spider Pharaoh, Darcy, Mary Jane Watson, Marvella, Thanos, and Darcy. If I didn't say Darcy, yeah, Darcy, Pharaoh, Marvella, Mary Jane Watson, Thanos, Fire. Okay, uh, Spider Pharaoh is a deep pull nowadays, but yeah, it gives him power enhancement, leadership, prob. Uh, that yep. helps a ton. So now Thanos, I do think we're going into a world where Thanos might miss more um, just because right. I think that there's definitely, it, it's too easy right now to play high defense. Right. Um, and then you have the phasing teleport passenger three that you didn't have before with uh, Hammer Jane. 
Um, yeah, Hammer Jane, the problem with her is like she wasn't doing a lot for me, at least in most right. of my matchups. But what she was doing really well is somebody being like, I'll kill Hammer Jane. I'm like, I, he, he rolls it and I like high five him. <laughs> I'm like, good job, buddy. Right. <laughs> and now you have and now you have a rollout and a higher defense. Yeah. Uh, and the team has leadership. And you have um, the enhancement that you had from um, Dazzler. Dazzler. So that's back. The leadership there brings the action economy when you don't roll power gem so that you can shield as needed um, to get back to the six damage if you really, really have to. Um, But if not, then you like Mary Jane, Watson, uh, shield TAs, Marvella, Barriers, uh, Pharaoh, Yeet gets the team out of there after Thanos does his thing. So normally, like you were just you sat there, right? So like in that in like in in the Fantastic Four matchup, right? They cross the map and then they just sit there. Yeah, and then yeah, and then and then you do and then you do you and then you do your thing and then you sit there. Well, now they move up, sit there. You mind control their leech to do all the cool stuff to their team, and then you move three of your characters eleven squares away. With Pharaoh. Yep, that's cool. Uh, and did you say Darcy? Is that who you said? Yeah, Darcy. Uh, so she has perplexion out with and yeah, and yeah. shield, right? Yeah, she has celebrity. She has shield. She has perplex and outwit. So now Thanos, without any options, is fourteen four with the um, enhancement. So if he rolls power gem with the perplex, he's fifteen five without taking any uh, power actions. So if you really wanted to go a little cheaper, which I don't think I recommend, but Jimmy Woo is five points less. That's definitely not better. Uh, it gives you police, essentially. Um, now, Wu, um, Wu gives you the perplex, but you lose the outwit for five points and you don't get shield. Wu is just... Um, yeah, it doesn't he, light year, better. light years worse than Darcy. I, I, I think it's one of those situations where you want both, but that Darcy is better of the two. Uh, yeah. I like in a perfect yeah. world, you have both of them because then you have access to PD to wild card and more yeah. perplexed is always fine. Yeah, right. I'm just looking at the cheap celebrities that came out. Uh, here's an interesting one. I don't think it's usable. I'm saying that out loud as I say it, but like uh, <laughs> Scarlet Witch is now playable if we ever got into a meta in which thanos got knocked down quite a bit often uh scarlet witch could hypothetically heal him up i'm just giving options um one of my favorite characters can go on a thanos team again probably not the right call but uh party thor uh that would be nice because now you um is i don't know does spider pharaoh have um sidestep or just the phasing just the phasing so yeah you'd need to that would be interesting to give spider pharaoh the cloak because you could do a lot of shenanigans with that then but party thor allows the tokens and they have to walk towards you and get pulse waved with tokens that would be very very brutal i'm just talking about celebrities that you could add easily to thanos but right Anyway, right. the other one that you can't really add easily, Scott, to look at that that's pretty good with Thanos is the Wanda Maximoff, but she's 45 points. So that gives you the 19 defend, a stop click, and I, um, the uh, remove an action token. Um, and, you know, another good celebrity around that point range is uh, Sakarian Iron Man. 
<laughs> is he a playable figure? Oh, he is. He is. Let us yeah, all look like- at what he does. So, uh, for for fifty points, Dakarian Iron Man can't be killed. Hits everybody for nine damage, and um, uh, oh, outwit perplex. So that's what Sakarian Iron Man does. And he just does outwit perplex. See, that's it. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> if you uh, and what, if you try to kill him, he gains one mission point instead. Right. So what PJ PJ is going for celebrity, but he's obviously wrong. Um, is that you just play Sakarian Iron Man, Sky Tyrant, and Thanos together? on a warrior themed team so that you just have all three of the best pieces in modern (laughs) together. Um, And there is no problems with that plan whatsoever. And you play 25, the full 25 points and objects that you have to slow equip. And Um, no light for Sakari and Iron Man. We joke, we we joke, but very true. A very real thing is that, um, some people do play just hyper aggressive Thanos. I think that's the wrong call for whatever it's worth because it loses so much to usually loses so much to defensive shell Thanos, but not always. <laughs> you know? So can I tell you guys my Thanos variant? Yes. X-Men swaps beside Thanos to bring in the 50 point Wolverine that doesn't get targeted. So in the mirror match, you have less points on the board that are able to be scored. So, so you're not playing my, yeah yeah no. my my Let issue with that in general my issue with that in general um is that you um gosh I did have a, let me think about that a second my issue with that in Take general your time, is, that, Dan, is, that, is that you need well one you need the probs um those are incredibly good um and then two you don't have to have 50 points less than your opponent you just need to have five. So if you're really worried about having five less uh, or less opponent, less points than your opponent on Thanos, you just play theme and you play the um, well, mastermind map bonus. Right. But like my thought with that is in the non mirror, you can just swap into things that are valuable. Yeah. Like, like, or if like, I don't know. PJ, you should stop trying to build bad teams. Like, That's my theory. I'm just saying, I think a suite of like, X-Men swaps next to him could swing a lot of matchups in its favor. Yeah, that's very true. I think one thing that people don't realize about Thanos is Thanos can't miss. He doesn't have like he doesn't have the stamina to survive missing ever. And it doesn't happen enough, so people don't realize that. But Thanos has to aggressively kill things every turn. Otherwise, he will get overwhelmed very quickly. And right. any little subtle difference of that usually makes Thanos die. Uh, Thanos can die easier than people think. That being said, I do think Golden Age. Uh, so to go around, uh, I'm the last person on this. Obviously, Dan's Thanos. Wes, who did you say you would build around? You uh, Fantastic Four. All right, so you're really not changing much or adding anything to your team with Disney+. Plus. No. Okay, fuck you, Disney Plus. That's what. Uh, um, for, for what it's for what it's worth, I I do think the that the Watcher, uh, both the main set and the starter, are worth playing around. Yeah, is uh, the super rare Watcher? Uh, the what if token one? Yeah, okay, what does he? Uh, what does he do for you? In your opinion, I I haven't heard a good. Oh, uh, I, I, I I just think that he would be a fun team to build around. Not that, that nothing nothing to do with. Fantastic Four, anything like that. 
And, and bef- uh, if they don't do the errata, Daniel, let me tell you what your team is. It's the watcher and he swaps out figures that now are 600 points. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, I'm aware. I'm yeah, aware. that would be your team if there's no errata. Just like your team was going to be Thanos, but then very quickly turned to win Hella. Um, so hopefully they do that errata. I'm sure they will. Otherwise, that's going to be some absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will be playing that bullshit, just to be clear. I will not be <laughs> protesting that bullshit. Uh, there's only one chance, and it's a top 16 thing. So I'm going to be playing that. And dear God, I will say this, WizKids, please do not make the the 16 a single limb thing. I will lose my goddamn mind if it's you have one shot at single limb. If I fucking drive to Origins and get to, or and Gen Con, I mean, and get to play one fucking round of Hero Clicks uh, because of a bad matchup, I will lose my ever-loving no, mind. What? The qualifiers aren't going to be a single limb. Okay. I haven't heard what they are. Have they said that? So they're, no, they're, it's top four, be- so it's top four. So statistically, you can lose one round in a qualifier and still make top four, but you better be perfect be- the next two rounds. Because it's, it, oh, is it just three rounds is what you're saying? Probably. <sighs> Jesus. I assumed it was, uh, I assumed it was top, I assumed top four, but I assumed four rounds. I don't know why I assumed four rounds. Hmm. That doesn't change anything about the math. Um, you still have to be X1 with points. Yeah, but three and ones just get in if there's four, right? They, they do not. One would miss. Wow. Yeah. Mm, that's an interesting thought um, of what to play is, you know, because if you're playing Thanos, then you have to you have to go in and win straight. And then if you play another Thanos and you lose map, you could just lose. That's possible. Like, for example, Dan, if I play you on Thursday in the mirror match... <laughs> you know uh whoever wins map would have a sizable advantage and then because we have low shitty points uh the person could, we could be at the top table but then get knocked out mm, interesting that's, that's pretty close to being accurate yeah yeah that's what i strive for here at critical clicks pretty close to being accurate um so what would i build around uh says nobody uh i'd build around watcher similar to what uh similar to what uh, Wes said there uh, 40 point watcher that heals up himself. And I would put the captain Carter shield on him. And I feel like that's a very, very good start for most hero click things. I am debating about putting, making a him and demon and armor team and just kind of seeing what people can do. Um, you know what that does beat PJ? You're shitty Sicarian iron man. I don't believe that at all. You don't think Demon in Armor is good against Sicarian Iron Man? No. Why? It's a 10 versus a 20, 20 defense. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the tournaments where I played 10 attacks and made it to like top four at US Nationals? I, yeah, I don't you know. think I'm going to just go in with a 10 attack and then just hit it? This is how the game works, Scott. <laughs> that teams like that don't work because eventually someone will just hit it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but you can also build it aggressively. Like hypothetically, you can, I'm not saying you should. Hypothetically, I'm going to build a defensive team after I waste a hundred points on something defensive. Uh, well, what I'm saying is you can, you could throw Thanos in there. You can throw Sky Tyrant in there. You can throw a lot of different, you can be playing Sakarian Iron Man Sky Tyrant and that's very aggressive. And you could be playing Venom Magneto and you could swing them around. 
um, and have them go back into their defensive shells. That doesn't inherently seem like a bad team to me. And it still has, has a bunch of the best figures and it has a really, really good defensive shell. That so I don't the, the honest, my honest answer is that demon in armor after playing him in a tournament, isn't as good as you would want him to be. I thought so too, but then I played the beta Ray bill version when oh, so you played it in silver with other broken game elements. I got you. Yes. Well, this is an element that didn't used to exist, right? Uh, you weren't able to get up to the, uh, the 20 defense as a base is very, very good. And don't forget, you can have catcher's mitt if you so desire. Uh, no, I, I, you're literally talking about an entire team that I played. Okay. You played the, you played the 20 base defense team. I mean, you can I, move it to a 21. I was a 19. But I got to 21s and I had to chalk it a lower their attack roll. So I was always effectively a 20. And if you ask Dan how our game went, he hit every attack roll. Well, right? now I did have a 12 base, right? So a 12 base makes a big difference. Right. Um, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like I, there's plenty of those, right? Like that team that you're talking about probably just gets wrecked by Thanos. Uh, yeah, that could very well like, happen because Thanos just has a 13. You will have, you will have not enough output. Right, like Thanos' printed attack is just going to be high enough. Right, yeah, and, that's the yeah, it's PJ's right. It's the printed attack values that's high enough, right? Yeah, and Demon, if he gets hit, he will die. Right, he's vulnerable to outwit. The outwit is defense power. He's only four clicks. Yeah, and all that's true. I've actually, interestingly enough, never had anybody kill Demon in armor unless they killed the entire team. Basically, like. He would be like the last person to go. That is not true. That's not true. Did you kill I, Demon I, Armor first? I, I didn't kill him first, but I didn't kill him last. No, but you killed him. Like when we played the Beta Ray Bill and I messed up, I thought <laughs> Demon Armor was one of the last pieces to kind of go. Or did he? I don't know if he. I don't know if he was the last or he was next to being next up on because line. You, did, but I, we, you won, but you didn't sweep me, did you? Like I don't. No, think I didn't get. I didn't get Beta Ray Bill. I don't think. Yeah, you didn't get Ray Beta. I thought it was Beta Ray Bill, Demon and Armor, and that I thought was what was left because it's possible. At that point in time, Demon Armor wasn't a threat, really. But uh, that's a good point, though. Even going up to a twenty-one against Thanos um, isn't great. It's just an eight with a potential four re-rolls in Thanos' how does, favor. How does uh, Fire Token plus Watcher work? If I was on my last click and you Fire Tokened Watcher, I you could get probably... To order, yeah, you I would order get to... the beginning of your turn. Beginning of your turn. So, yeah, I would get to move up. Then you would... I'd move him to click one, and then you'd Fire Token him. Uh, so, you know, he's not passive. Um no, he, he, you'd have to actually put a damage into him. But uh, even the shield does only give him a 20. It's still, he's still at a 20. Everyone else is at a 21. Yeah, Thanos might be the thing. So that's a great transition into our main topic today, which is Thanos. Should he be errated? Which we will do in a mildly ordered, ordered fashion and then quickly break it down to us shouting at each other. Uh, let's start with our guest, Wes. Wesley uh, sure. Allen Summers. So uh, I, I think you have to, whenever, whenever you, you talk about eradicating Thanos, um, I think there, there, are, there are a few things you have to talk about. First of all, um, I, I don't believe that he should be eradicated just because he's a good tentpole. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I, I believe that temples are important for a healthy meta. Like if you look at some of the some of the best metas we've ever had, like War of Light, temples were, were, were uh, definitely a thing that existed. Um, so I, I'm I'm in I'm in in favor of good, strong temples. Um, but yeah, you are <laughs> damn right. Uh, but <laughs> what what uh, what I guess makes me believe that that he needs an errata is sort of the 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 things that he can do that no one else previously can ever have done right um i think that there are three figures in the history of the game with printed improved targeting blocking not destroys blocking but just fires through it they just added a 40.1 in watcher I mean, so Watcher, but I mean, but what are Watcher's attack and damage values? Uh, he is a 14 for seven. That is, that is less than true. <laughs> that was your Fox News break. Uh, <laughs> he's a 10 for, he's a 10 for one. So he's not, he's, ten, he's not amazing. He's a 10 for one, right? Versus Thanos, who's a 13 for three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a, there's a difference. And dual between targets. Those Yep. Um, and also the, the fact that Thanos makes two attacks a turn, right? So uh, yep. now I have no problem with thir- with Thanos being a thirteen for three. I have no problem with Thanos having um, uh, two attacks. I have no problem with Thanos reducing penetrating damage. Uh, I have no problem with Thanos being able to act while double tokened. All of these things are important things that I feel like tent poles should have in order for them to be successful. Um, what I have a problem with is the improved targeting blocking specifically um, because uh, it's, it's not a, it's, it's allows him to act uh, like no one else in the game really, really does. And it, it can other create... than the new watcher that they just printed. <laughs> well, I mean, so the, the, if you take like one power, from a random 40 point figure and and put it on a 175 point figure with drastically different stats it's mm. a drastically different power i hear you well, just for reference watcher could it's not too hard to get watcher up to a three damage or something like that or make him actually viable um, well sure but you but there but then there are but then there are different components within that like if if, if you're just talking about perplexing perplexing him up to a 13 all you have to do is kill the perplex, yeah. and then he's no longer a thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. There is nothing to score in Thanos that allows you to begin to break that down outside of just killing him. All right, right. So your so, general take is that Thanos should have different scoring lines every time you hit him. You get ten points. No, my my general take is that you should he should either only have uh, the improved targeting blocking whenever he's doing mind control, not the attack, uh, or uh, he should get standard improved targeting destroys blocking. Daniel Powell, your counter. Uh, I, that is the, I, out of all of the arguments, I very much dislike that one the most. Oh yes. That's good. That's good. Um, You're stupid. All right. continue. (laughs) I didn't say that. Um, But um, the problem with that is, is that, um, yes, Thanos generally erases the map. But, oh, no, Thanos is the 175-point counter to the 30-point molecule man. 
there. <laughs> Molecule Man is way too good. So my counterpoint in general is like, if you change Thanos, you have to change Sky Tyrant, Molecule Man, Blackheart, and Maggot. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you don't change those four along with Thanos, then you have skewed everything into their favor immensely. Okay. I, I, I would like to uh, mention this. The meta was really bad pre-Thanos because we were talking about cha- needing to change the rules of hero clicks because it was so incredibly often that the person who went first won the entire game. That was a problem that we had. That uh, didn't change. I don't... I, uh, I think that now, We change. literally just sat and talked about Thanos mirrors on who goes first. Okay, yes. I get, and the, Mirror matches don't count towards talking about the meta. Obviously... Yeah, when the meta is 65% one tent pull, you absolutely... That's the only... Whoa, 55, 55%? Whoa, that is entirely too high. Okay, hold on. News. Daniel, I actually invited somebody on that ran one of the largest tournaments this year uh, to tell us the stats. Um, Wes, and did then you run he tells a 70 us the stats event? are wrong? What, uh, P- PJ, did you run a who ran a seventy-person event? Oh, PJ, you that did. That was me. And the same number of people were the number of Thanoses that were there. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Wes. You played your fantastic four Thanos team. I, I forgot about my fantastic four it, Thanos. Team. Yeah, um, it was on the sideline so, for swap options. Yeah. So, so uh, to Dan, just to talk about your points for a second, I think Mister Fantastic is just a straight up molecule man counter right just just yeah, like sure. a, a, a straight up molecule man counter 100 yeah, yeah mr fantastic also has all the swap keywords so i mean i think the only swap he can't go on is brotherhood right now um right. so so my, that, that my. also makes him easy to build with easy to theme with um and he's also just really really good outside of being the molecule man counter so right. I, I don't really include molecule man in in that uh in that calculus um and beyond that uh pj how many molecule men were in your top eight? Oh fuck i don't remember zero i think yeah. zero, yeah, zero or one probably. i think i think one scientist team made it into the top eight so right. or so top, then, or- then that's my so then the calculus continues right in that uh so if you have these great molecule man counters that exist right my favorite is the uh, the next thing is the oh the fantastic plus ten monster theme team that Jubilee comes over erases all of your barrier and then you free TK fucking Sky Tyrant across the board and he hits you for ten damage boy that and then he flies back and gets back to his starting area boy that's super fun and super high skill um, yeah I, I, I have to agree that it is a little crazy for us to sit here and talk about how Thanos is unbeatable when like literally people beat Thanos with like a fucking walking woods. I've lost games because of a 10 attack flurry character for three damage. Uh, Anybody can hit Thanos. Thanos, let's say this. We have had a lot of tent poles like Unimind, for example, is a tent pole that a few people played. I know that PJ is known as the Unimind player here. Um, So we've had him, we've had Metron, uh, we've had a uh, what's the one that has it's like um, I'm forgetting her name, but she was basically like an ID battery call in, and she had like a 19 super senses shape change. Anybody remember her? Kobic, 
Kovic. So like the problem, the the reason Thanos is the best tent pole they've ever made, in my opinion, is because Thanos, at least you can hit. And Thanos, (laughs) what? Go ahead. Continue. I hate these 10 rollout teams that only have like five clicks. I think that's really, really particularly shitty. Uh, It makes everybody feel bad. Thanos, you hit. Can he reheal? Yeah. Could you hit him and kill him all in one turn? Yes, that happens frequently. And if you don't believe me, ask Wes how much, how often his Fantastic Four team can fucking do that. Because how many times did you lose to Thanos, Wes? Uh, at PJ's event? Yes. Uh, zero. How many times did you play Thanos? Twice. So you crushed Thanos. Uh, how fast? Uh, like, I won that event. And Maddie G like embarrassed me when I was playing Thanos. Like he actually embarrassed me. He Who did you beat my... in the finals, Scott? What's that? Who did you beat in the finals, Scott? I, I did beat Maddie G, but that was a lot of luck. A lot no, it wasn't. of no, okay. I watched that. I agree, game. PJ. You're right. That was pure skill on my part. I play the summer <laughs> of Scott the best Drop. I'm ever going to give you. <laughs> This is the biggest compliment I'm ever going to give you. Okay. You won that game because you outplayed him. Luck was not a factor. Okay. In any shape or form. Like the dice were incredibly even. Nobody rolled insanely well. You didn't roll three gems every turn. And you just outplayed him. Until Maddie tries to get a breakaway roll, I agree with you. Yeah, I, we, we, uh, me and him evenly misplayed the last minute or two of that game. Yeah. Uh, because. <laughs> Basically, um, we, you know, we both used all our theme probs on a pointless attack that I didn't need to make because I had splash damage from the other characters. Correct. So he could have noticed that. I could have noticed that. We both could have noticed that. I could have maybe run away. There's so many different options that we both misplayed evenly. So yes, he did get unlucky with the breakaway rolls and he's obviously one of the best players in the world. I'm not trying to take anything away from us, him, but I would say if we're talking about a debate about Thanos, I don't think the last two minutes of me and Maddie G's game are a thing that we should talk about because we both just misplayed it. Like he, we both forgot that I could splash damage to kill his main. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about your setup on like turn two. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm talking about the beginning of the game. Your setup made it to where Matt could not engage your Thanos. Yes. So, and then what happened from there? You shot the shit out of him. Which, you know, I barely beat him too. Remember, I had to hit every single thing against uh, Franklin in order to be up on points. Every single thing. Uh, and I did hit that. And I mean, there weren't crazy low rolls, but it was a close game. My point is Thanos, Fantastic Four is, in my opinion, the best team in Hero Clicks. And it crushes Thanos like a fucking grape. Daniel, what, so, did, you, what did you lose to? In PJ's event? Yeah, at PJ's event. Oh, I lost to Animals. And um, you lost to Animals. So I lost to Fantastic Four and lost turn three. And Dan lost to Animals. You know what right. else lost games that were broken? Literally everything ever made in Heroclix that was too good. That is <laughs> so 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 my I guess my real counterpoint is in general, like Thanos doesn't need an errata in general. 
because he doesn't do anything that stops you from interacting with the player. There's no D20 Felix Faust. Uh, um, now, like, I, like if you take, you. hang on, hang on, hang on, PJ, give me one second. Yeah, shut the and, fuck up, PJ. He's our guest. So, yeah. so, like Black Widow, for example, her global effect required no interaction or no loss of. So it didn't require me playing her to do anything to stop your rolls. They added her to her tradecraft tokens, right? Which acquired something from me on my end, right? Which was lowering of Black Widow's tradecraft tokens. Thanos allows you to play the game. You can you can come in, you can attack Thanos, you can attack the pit crew. And Thanos is very easy to hit, um, assuming your beast doesn't roll a five twice. And <laughs> You can you can erase Thanos, right? There, he doesn't stop you from playing the game. He's just very good at playing the game. Yeah, he he's the tentpole that people have needed in HeroClix for a while because you can theoretically beat him with anything at the end of the game. You just need to attack him a lot. Is it likely to beat him with absolute garbage? No, uh, but like you can just hit him a lot. Like just a random swarm like an animals team can crush him like a grape because just a lot of attacks. And that wasn't as true with the Unimind or but something like post, that. We're talking post-rotation at this point. Animals is not viable post-rotation. Yes, okay, that's fine. Yes, it animals. Kill Thanos. It literally can't. Yes, I hear you. Well, yes, a team that you shouldn't play can't kill Thanos. But the point is that was just a team of the moment that did kill Thanos and knocked it out yes. from a very Obviously, good player. Obviously, can kill him. But again, just because something can die doesn't mean it's not overpowered but and and to dan's point yes all of those things should be changed as well because they're mm-hmm. all bad for the game. I, so, I think that uh black controversially oh, blackheart i don't blackheart won't need narada with the thing because once he loses reign of terror he starts becoming more viable yeah he's inconsistent um but, yeah, but inconsistent or you have to play molecule with man uh, molecule man sky tyrant and what was the other one uh, uh molecule, molecule man sky tyrant blackheart and maggot oh maggot i agree and then i think flash honestly probably needs to. um but uh just because one thing is bad like doesn't mean it's okay to have other i think things. the problem is nobody's taught they're not going to errata sky tyrant no, so bullshit. so, bullshit, so the, Scott, the, the, don't say nobody's talked about it because i've done nothing but bitch about how overpowered they are for months no so, i didn't say nobody's talked about it. i said nobody's doing anything about it they're not well, no going shit. they might errata <laughs> thanos but they're not going to errata sky tyrant right so if they don't errata so my point is if they errata thanos right to where whatever west said right that to where it makes him unplayable, right? They change his improved targeting. They get rid I of the blocking. I don't think it makes him unplayable. It's unplayable. It's 100% unplayable. It's unplayable. Yeah, because then I so I just immediately go to Sky Tyrant, Scarab, Darkhold. Yep. And then I go in with a 14 attack Sky Tyrant after I've deleted all of your barrier. And then I flurry, quake, exploit, carry a Moloid, do all this other crazy shit to your team. Okay. And then I fly back and then it's GG's as you're... Lockjaws okay. are dead. But, All right, but that's, I can. But that's hero clicks, right? And and I'm I'm, no. I'm fine with I'm <laughs> no, fine not with, really, not really. But I'm, yeah, I'm but fine with playing that game, right? Like that that that's a game that I'm fine that I'm fine playing with. That that's a game that uh, I I I have prepared for, right? So the 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 difference, I think, the important difference, is that uh, 
if you if you consider first of all uh the argument of uh officer these all these other cars are cars are speeding past why why are you, why aren't you getting them before you're getting me is never an argument out of a speeding ticket right so uh, i i you cannot use the the justification that well there are other things that could possibly be more broken maybe they are maybe they aren't that is not a justification for whether or not this particular that, that's absolutely a justification in this scenario. And that's a bad example because you compare hero clicks to other hero clicks. If you don't believe me, <laughs> I, all I need to do is just make a Thanos that's a hundred points. And then we wouldn't be talking about the 175.1. We'd be talking about the broken exact same figure. You're always comparing hero clicks to hero clicks. So basically Dan's point is that sky tyrant is equal broken to Thanos. And the problem is, then we can't play it. So I'd like to sidetrack to a completely different viewpoint. Is there an errata on Thanos that could be made that you got? We could argue that me and Dan would continue to play Thanos. Make it to where when he uses his improved targeting, it's with printed values. Okay, Dan, would you still play Thanos if improved targeting has to use printed values no. or? Or no, it's not good just enough. make him a non-standard character. I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with that. That would be the character. one that I was going to suggest. Make him unequippable. That would be the only thing that I could probably say he'd still get play, but it would hinder him. Alchemical fire is very, very, very big for Thanos, but I would probably still consider it without him. Um, the other one that I have that I haven't heard anybody suggest because it's not a power in the game. Uh, is right now the pro one of the biggest problems with Thanos that people fucking hate is the blocking thing. The problem is Thanos needs to be able to shoot through one more than one square of blocking. Otherwise, he's unplayable. So I would propose if you had to make, you had to, which I don't think you necessarily need to, but if you had to make a change to fucking Thanos, when he shoots through blocking, he destroys all blocking he shoots through on an attack. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, so I like that. I like that out. one a lot too. So that way you clear up the lines to his to the crew. Exactly. It's less of a run team. And really, the problem with Thanos is run, right? That's the only point in time in the game where people are like, ugh, what happened with Thanos? Oh, he ran away and he's behind a bunch of blocking. I couldn't do anything about it. Here uh, at least it's fair. You know, I would also like to see something with his gems. Not be a die roll, but you separate them into two, three power pools, and you pick one of each. Uh, if that what like the fuck does that work? Try to follow me here. I'm like, trying, man. Yeah, I'm, have, I'm going to I'm half gonna, try. I'm going to half so try to follow you. I'm just going to name random gems. I'm not putting any thought into this, so don't take any stock in which ones I'm putting in which pool, right? But say you have power, mind, space on one side, and you have what time, reality, other one that I'm forgetting. Um, so, in the other pool pick one of each at the start of your turn you get to use both so ba yeah so basically what you're saying is you could never use like power and um mind right. you can like shut that. off the problematic combos but you always get two period right i i think we can all agree your option here is significantly more confusing and also a lot absolutely absolutely so so i think i think i liked pjs if you separate like say mind and power and then you get to pick the pool. You have to alternate between the pools. I, I would even go for that. So one turn you get mine, the next turn you don't. The one turn, next turn you get mine, the next turn you sure. don't. Yeah, um, sure. 
And yeah, like on, on turn. Uh, I don't think I'd play it, Dan. If I could, if I if I couldn't use mine every turn, I don't think he's playable. I think you're. I think it's fine. Um, I, I it's I probably like yeah, yeah probably am. I think. Right. I, I agree, I do Scott. Like the thing, though. Yeah, PJ. I think your idea is super dumb. Um, but your other idea, uh, where he's not a standard character, is decently okay. Um, so another thing I want to point out about why Thanos is broken, since you cut me off because you're an asshole, mm-hmm. um, he mm-hmm. can do Fair. things that other characters can't currently in modern. Um, yes. That's like, uh, so I'm going to be relying on people to picture other world castle. So squares A12, A13. You can use Thanos to shoot out one of those squares and then phase into it. So in the middle of Wonder Woman's barn, you can shoot out a square and phase into it. So, so, so PJ, I... I play, I, you, I, you get to play after they chew through five squares of blocking. So I, I, I did, I, I sort of agree, but disagree with that statement because colossals exist. Yeah, yeah but they, but they're not. So no, but so not, like, but the I know she's retiring. I know she's retiring, but like the same thing can happen if you um, use Dark Phoenix to shoot that hole out and then just fly somebody in there. The yeah, same who's shooting out of it? Shooting while they're right. in it. Thanos can stand in the middle of the barn and do everything he can do with mm-hmm. no threat of being interacted with. Yeah, I I, I still think the predominant best option. Well, that that's that's only bad. Sorry, Scott. That, that's only bad if your opponent takes you to the barn, um, or you go to the barn, which means you have to win map. So it's significantly Ooh, that's a bad argument. Yeah, that's a bad argument, Dan. Like it's only bad if it's on the map. You can definitely get on the map. Heroclix should be allowed to be played non-themed. I want to say that out loud. You should be allowed to play Heroclix non-themed um, because basically map role should only be somewhat things. I also, on another controversial quick point, I really think that Heroclix should be, you either get to go first or you pick map. One of those two options. I don't know if there is a game that I can name that's so advantageous to going first. There's literally none. There, Every other game that I've ever played you have to decide if you want to go first or second and have legitimate reasons for both. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. What is the advantage in going second right now? There literally is none. Yeah. They used to have one and this was brought up, uh, I think on coffee and clicks or something like that. Um, what the advantage used to be that no map was ever allowed to be, um, what's it called? Congruent, like the same on both sides. So that second player had legit options. Uh, You could be like, okay, well, I'm going to give you the shitty side of the map. Here, every map seems to be exactly the same on both sides. So I can't even think of any positives of going second. Can anybody? No. That's fucked up. Go ahead. Uh, Wes, Dan, would, would you guys support that rule change right now? Would you be happy with that rule change? I, mean, uh, I, I, I I would be. I love that rule. I, I mean, I love that. Yes, it is way too powerful to go second. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. It is way too powerful to go first. I I would absolutely love for the um, initiative winner to have to make that choice. Yeah, and it's a good choice. It's a strategic choice. You get to look at your opponent's maps. You get to figure out what uh, is the map worth going second. 
Um, you could play an aggre- uh, a super aggressive, uh, you know, alpha team that's not themed. And then they have to decide, God, or am I going to allow them to put me on an open map? And can, there, it adds a whole level of st- uh, strategy that I think is very, very witty to be able to do. Uh, Wes, what about you? What do you think? Um, I, I, I think it'd be a good idea. I like it. Um, and so the, the only other thing that I, I would point out, uh, talking about pivot, pivoting back to Thanos just a little bit. How dare you? Um, How dare you if, hijack this? If, uh, if, if with that improved targeting, if he couldn't just do destroy actions, right? That, that's, that's one of the, I think, critical differences between the improved targeting blocking and the improved targeting destroys blocking um, okay. is that you have to make an attack and destroy actions aren't considered attacks and therefore you can't do that and shoot through, shoot through blocking with destroys. Um, Ooh, somebody's so being it, really loud in the background. Oh, that, that was totally me. I set my what phone down on shock. something that I was doing something with. You're pl- using your phone? God damn it. I got you a mic. You... I have a toddler to watch. Oh my God! I my wife works thirds like first off, the only state in the union that would allow you to breed is Indiana, uh, may, maybe Alabama, um, but no, because you're not your your wife is not your sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, Um, I want to talk just very, very briefly uh, before we wrap about me and Dan's matchup, because that doesn't happen a lot where we get talk through a finals with the two people. And I've actually purposely not really talked to Dan about this matchup. Um, So uh, me and Dan uh, played not a mirror match. I played uh, Thanos, Molecule Man, Groot and Captain Marvel. And Dan, what was your team uh, for the Silver Age uh, I played Thanos, Molecule Man, two skyscraper, Wonder Woman's Groot uh, from AI, uh, Floor Colossus, and the Alchemical Fire and the Spin Ring. Uh, I want to start with I love how you were using the Wonder Woman's. That was hyper clever. So, uh, Dan, will you describe how you were like sidestepping around and like figure, like well, yeah. So I I played skyscraper Wonder Woman an incredible amount when she was legal with with Unimind um, and. Um, the Wonder Woman ignore breaks through blocking. Um, so that's a big one when she moves. The other thing is that a, in general, a two by two with a sidestep as a quote unquote transporter is insane because you can take somebody from behind the two by two mm-hmm. sidestep forward, place them in front of the two by two. And it's like a five square swing for just a sidestep. Um, so uh, Wonder Woman was there specifically uh, for the equips. Uh, she was also there for the I only rolled Mind Gym Alpha because um, she was able to go forward, you know, nine squares if I needed to and place Thanos in front uh, so that he was able to uh, mind control the back of the map. Um, Which is very. And then her retail. And then her retail came into play more than once, uh, surprisingly, which never <laughs> yes, happened when I've, she was in modern. I've played against her two or three times. I've never <laughs> even looked at her retail. I always thought it was bad, and it's actually incredibly good. I guess I've just never seen it happen and work. Uh, that was my biggest mistake is I allowed myself to get retailed by that Wonder Woman. Uh, I kind of... Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk through our game a little bit. So um, we both played... You played four IDs, is that correct? Yeah, I played four IDs, uh, Headmaster Beast, yeah, and the Spin Ring. Yeah, Headmaster Beast, uh, Chase Widow, uh, Ten Point Superman, 
and 150-point and 25-point Panthers. Now, this won't be all me and Dan just sucking each other's dick, I promise. But one of the things Dan is incredibly good at is finding teams in which he gives away an absurdly low amount of points. He might be the best in the world at that particular skill. And I won map, which I should not have done because you had a plus two on me. I did. Yeah. yeah. And so I shouldn't have won map, but I did win map. And a lot of times it's the crazy shit like that, that ends up winning you championships is, you know, you're just hot and something weird happens. So uh, I won map shouldn't have happened. I put you on the realm of death. Now here's the crazy thing in general, in 90, 90- you put me on, you put me on King's tomb. King's Tomb. Sorry, I always call it. Yeah, sorry. King's Tomb. And the reason you have to do King's Tomb is because then the objects are five squares out, uh, which means Thanos needs to roll a three or higher and he can blow up the alchemical fire. I unfortunately didn't have a map that was super open and maybe that was a mistake, although I used all three maps and all three maps won me the game in different ways. So I don't know what I would have switched out, but the graveyard might have been a little chancier and I was... I had an hour between us rolling map and us playing to think about the fact if I will roll a one or two and what happens, because it's so devastating if I can't blow up your object there. Uh, But I blow up the all chemical fire and I do roll exactly a three. I was able to blow up the all chemical fire, but here's the tricky thing in almost every matchup in hero clicks, that means that I have essentially won that game without, unless you kill my Thanos. But in your rare matchup, I wouldn't have. We would have been tied, I believe, because you have the ring, which I couldn't blow up as well. And you had the, um, and you had one extra ID, which means you had 10 points that I couldn't take. And thus that would be at best were an even draw roll off. That's right. how I saw things. And it was, and technically that's also something that uh, I, I was talking to people and stuff like that. And like, you know, Isaac and uh, Lucas, and I talked to a lot of people before matchups and we had a tremendous amount of downtime and that's something that was brought up as well. Um, so the question for the first question I have, Dan, is when you went into this and I won map and stuff, were you trying, was your intention to kill my Thanos the whole time then? Or was your intention to try to do point denial? What were your thoughts? So it, it became apparent to me that I was going to have to KO your Thanos. Why did you think that? Was it just you didn't want well, to? Well, because, because I was going to have to put more points out on the board to be able to KO, KO your Captain Marvel. Mm, that's fair. So the, the turn where I KO'd your Captain Marvel... Um, it was the turn that swung me to having more points on the board. Um, That's interesting. Can your, your Thanos can only has a limited amount of damage it can do. Right. Is that right. The, so you could have mind control. You could have, and you couldn't have fire token him. So that That's takes right. away a lot of damage. So you could have, I guess, mind controlled my Thanos, but that's only going to I can't, one. I can't because you save him. I yeah, can't ever mind. Con- I can't ever mind control your, th- yeah. I can't ever mind control your Thanos to KO your Captain Marvel because you'll just always save him. Yep. So then it's always just Captain Marvel and then you don't really have enough attackers like to really deal with him. And that's right. Yeah. In general, in, in general, that's right. Yeah. And then my team just gets mind controlled. Um, so we could have went to just 
so that was the problem. I couldn't get through Captain Marvel. So you definitely had that, that brought it down to 75 points. And I definitely had more than 75 on the board. Yeah. Um, so, uh, or less 65 with the time you count the fire. Um, so I, I knew I had to go through it and my, my plan was to KO your Thanos. So, okay. um, which I had a run at doing it just didn't quite you work out did. the big thing that i like you know i saw what you were going to do like i saw some of it at least because you know there's only so many options right, right. um i so you had your you had beast did you have captain marvel i can't remember no i had uh beast 150 point panther black widow and the 10 point superman i think that you might have done it if you had had captain marvel over black panther but Black so Panther Black, other man, matchups to have a lot of right, barrier, right? Right. My, yeah, have a lot of barrier and have stealth. So uh, going into Silver Age, um, the best team that I expected to have to face, right, would have been the Soldiers. Mm-hmm. And um, Ed played it and Caleb played it. And then Ed, you know, just, I, I expected the finals to be something more like Dan and Ed or say Scott and Ed. Um but I, I mean, you I did can't. play. Uh, did you end up using that? No, you won map ironically against Isaac, which was he had a plus three, right? I uh, I think so. I was a six. I think he had an eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, he is he is a nine, I believe. But anyway, so ironically, the same thing that you beat Isaac with, which was an improbable map roll, and that was big yeah. for you. I ended up doing the same thing. Right. Um, so it's perfectly balanced, you know, as, in as, every way, inevitable. Um, right. Okay. Hey, so you kind of ran at me. Um, one thing I knew in Thanos matchups, which is very, very true is it is basically impossible for you to save any of your figures. Uh, I played a matchup where I thought, Oh my God, I might actually win this because I had Proteus in the back and I kept mind controlling Thanos to get the very, very back. And I was feeling pretty good about things. I had Thanos like in the corner perpetually and my Parodius in the opposite corner, I'm like, he's not going to be able to do it. And then he mind controlled my Thanos and had the range to be able to kill my Proteus with the Thanos. And I was like, fuck, there is no way in a Thanos versus Thanos matchup to keep anything. So right. I yeah, wasn't too worried. Yeah, picking the mind gem over and over, right, is a problem uh, whenever you're getting down to that. But I had to the turn that you critically hit my skyscraper and um, the uh, widow's recruit was mm-hmm. the turn that I was going to try to mind control you uh, to go to the walking wood. I could not, um, there was one walking wood left on the board. I, we, <laughs> and it, the walking woods are devastating because they can take Thanos at the end. And no matter what happened, you rolled shape change and I could not kill it. I tried mind controlling that walking wood to put a fire token on it every single turn. And I started getting scared right at the end. I wasn't actually that scared of the beast thing because the most damage you could really do to me was six. Right. Right. So I figured after the beast thing, as long as I, you know, I needed to get a three and assuming you hit the six, I would just phase to the other side of the board and um, regen for free and hopefully hit, something halfway decent um and as long as i'm away from your walking woods and i'm away and your other characters can't really attack me then i just need one more turn of not definitely dying and i'm probably okay and i think 
if I fit you, if I had phasing for free and phasing, I don't think you could have six phased on that map and called out something that would have killed me. That was my right. theory at least. Yeah. Um, but I needed to get the tempo in my favor at that point yes. uh, on the, on the beast turn. Um, so that you have to play more defensive. Exactly. If you roll, if you, if you roll a one, if you get a one on your gems, then. Oh yeah. A one of my gems is really, really challenging. And I'm not sure. I right. think I would have, I think I would have run over regening, but I'm not sure what the correct call is to be honest. Yeah. That's a tough one, right? Because the next turn, then I, then I definitely have a huge uh, potential at least to KO your Thanos between my Thanos, the Superman that was left. Um, or even calling out um, Black Panther. My my assumption, by the way, at first was that you were going to pick up the ring with Thanos, and when you didn't, I was like, oh, oh, shit. I had to, I had to that turn because I only wrote a one on my gems, and mm. I needed to start KOing your Molecule Man. Yep. Um, yeah. So you, you moved up your mo very, yeah. Molecule Man was clutch in that matchup in general. Uh, the problem is I couldn't both do that. Damn, Wes just left. He's like, fuck this. I am out of here. Yeah, PJ, right. we're keeping you in silence because that's where people that don't get uh, that don't even show up to tournaments anymore. That's where they uh, that's where they go. I am literally mowing my lawn, listening to you guys suck each other off. <laughs> so you, you do your chickpea. It's fine. Whatever. Fuck you, PJ. All right. So uh, that, I hope that gives people. <laughs> I hope that gives people some insight into how me and Dan were playing each other. Uh, it was a great matchup and definitely could have gone either way. Obviously the big difference is I won map. If Dan had won map, he shoots my alchemical fire and now I have to kill us Thanos. And my team is right. not good at that. Uh, my right. team, my team basically has to green arrow you make sure all my stuff is alive or captain Marvel is alive. Green arrow you captain Marvel, you in the same turn and then hope that somehow I have a walking wood next to you or some shit. It's not ideal. Right. It's really, really not. And your yeah. team is terrible. Like me, mind controlling your team, nothing can attack you. Nothing, you're my, you can't like the only thing that can attack you is molecule man. Right. Uh, everything else right. has colossal indifference. So the basically pretty bad. So I would have had a really hard time. I think the, the game was decided based on that. So uh, that's it guys. Yeah. That's, that's it for our great show here. Uh, I want to thank Wes. One, one quick thing, Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry I just, I, so getting second does sting, right? Obviously. Um, but, you know, I don't look at it as I lost. Um, I look at it as Scott won and <laughs> um, Thanos won. And uh, just in general, right? Like we, it, I think you, you, uh, we mentioned this in person and I would like to just say it to the listeners would be like the, the two biggest hero clicks podcasters, walk the walk talk the talk mm -hmm. and walk the walk Absolutely. and noting we're um, leaving pj off of that list uh let's put that out there right yeah i mean in general right obviously i have co-host on my show too um don't walk it but, back uh, dan we're right, trying to, we're trying to i'm the better host of this show uh um you're the one that's that didn't win a national championship a couple oh, weeks ago, PJ. holy shit <laughs> holy shit i gotta hey, have dan on more scott won a canadian national championship <laughs> <laughs> didn't I, I had to go to a funeral during the time you won that didn't i was that the one uh, oh fuck i don't know okay don't keep tabs on what you do it was a, i was in top four <laughs> i think of that one and i like if i had one top if i made it to the top i would have had to leave was the problem because my flight was leaving 
Uh, anyway, uh, Daniel, you were saying PJ is not good at hero clicks, I believe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, which is true. PJ is PJ is bad at hero clicks. Um, yeah, it was neat to see like the two people that people listen to for some reason. Uh, your show is good, but our show just talks. And we were able to actually play each other, and that was a huge win. Uh, just to have that kind of uh, matchup was really fun. I I know for the people it would have been better if it wasn't Thanos. Thanos, but it is what it is, man. Like nothing's perfect. Uh, so hopefully you guys got a little insight into that. Um, until then, uh, I want to thank our guest uh, Wes, who said I hate the fan base here, and I, he left early. Um, yeah. I want to thank our very special guest, Daniel Powell. And until then, this is Scott Peter reminding you that if you're not playing competitively, you might as well mow your fucking lawn. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh, hey, listen to the bald and the beautiful, too. Uh, that is uh, that is out with me and Scott Porter actually doing an episode of the bald and the beautiful. If you have not heard that is on our Facebook page. So go and listen to that. Critical clicks, critical clicks. You've been listening to critical clicks, critical clicks, critical clicks.